2: So crazy at times. It sounds like you yell back at your radio. What are you?
3: Talking about? What, are you
2: talking about? what the hell? He gets so angry. You tweet to try and calm
4: him down. Now, he gets an hour all to himself. It's Sparky's midday madness on the fan with Steve Sparky Pfeiffer.
1: Welcome, in. It is Sparky's Midday Madness here on 1250 AM. The Fan set to join us in about 20 minutes. Michael Irvin, former Dallas Cowboy wide receiver, now with, of course, NFL Network, also our Odyssey NFL insider. Michael Irvin uh, will join me coming up here in 20 minutes uh, from right now. So I want to quickly... Uh, here uh, for the first uh, 15, 20 minutes uh, of the show. 15 minutes, probably have to take a break before we have Michael Irvin on. I kind of want to get a pulse on what you all think uh, about how everything is being handled um, in the NFL and the NBA and the NHL uh, with, with COVID right now. Like, are you... Are you seemingly okay with how everything is being handled right now uh, by the different leagues? Are you unhappy with how it's being dealt with right now by the different leagues? And I know there are some of you going, Oh my God, Sparky, what are you doing? Why are you opening up a can of worms for? A, it's only going to be for 15 minutes. B, I really am interested because everybody is doing things different than the other. It's not like all of these leagues are doing the same thing and they've all determined together that. This is the right protocol. For instance, as far as I know, and if it did happen, nobody's reported it. As far as I know, Roger Goodell and Silver in the NBA uh, and Bettman and the NHL and all these guys, as far as I know, they have not all had one big Zoom call or one big conference call with each other to try and figure out how are we going to handle this uh, latest breakout with COVID. Because everybody's taking their own route on this and everybody's deciding what's best for them. So, for instance, the NBA, is deeming it a hardship sign essentially on a like a 10 day contract um, type deal. Uh, and you're able to bring in literally anybody that you want to come in and help your team get through a bunch of guys being out on COVID protocol. That's what we're talking about. To the point that even Ursan Ilyasova is going to find himself back on an NBA floor, it appears, uh, according to Adrian Wojnarowski. Uh, That providing, you know, he does well with his physical and everything else, he's going to sign with the Chicago Bulls uh, using this hardship clause. Just go on, say, Sham Sharania's Twitter account. You got, and I'm just, let's see, how far back do I want to go? Just, like, for instance, last few hours. uh, Moses Wright to the Clippers. Uh, Let's see here. Um, Mac McClung to the Bulls on a hardship deal uh, as well. The King signed uh, some guy named Addy Murky, I think is how you say it. I may have said his name wrong. 10-day hardship deal as well. Tremont Waters, 10-day hardship deal with the Toronto Raptors. George King, 10-day hardship deal with the Mavericks. Uh, let's see, what else do we have here? uh The Timberwolves uh, last night uh, was John Tucker uh to the Timberwolves. Guys. What the NBA is saying is, this is the deal. Deal is, is we don't want to cancel half our schedule. We're not interested in canceling half our schedule. Um, So we're going to try and get through this however we can. Yeah, maybe the product won't be the best. Yeah, maybe these guys that come in aren't going to know the offense, aren't going to know the defense we're running, uh, and they're going to have to play because we're going to be short guys. I believe the Toronto Raptors right now uh, have a game tomorrow And as of right now, they have seven guys in COVID protocol, four of which came up today. Yet, they are on their way, I believe, to Chicago uh, to take on the Bulls with seven guys in COVID protocol. Uh, Yes, Adam Roberts. You got something?
4: Yeah, that's that's exactly right. They were taxiing on the runway to Chicago about 20 minutes ago.
1: Yeah, so they're going. They get a couple more. Not sure that game's going to happen, but they're going to go anyhow. That's where... That's where it is for the NBA. They're pretty much saying, yeah, we got a bunch of games, but we don't want to try and make all these up, or everybody have an odd number of wins and losses, so we're just going to let you sign anybody you want. Literally anybody. Don't care. Mario Chalmers is trying to make a comeback. Anybody you want, see what happens. So that's how they've gone about it. The NFL decided, you know what? We're not going to test everybody as often as we're testing everybody. We're just going to pull back the testing on the guys Uh, that are vaccinated uh, and are asymptomatic. We're just not going to test those players as much as necessarily everybody else. So that's how they decided to go about it. I I don't know if there's a right way or not. I have no idea. I I don't know if there is a right answer uh, or not. They're both trying to avoid doing what I suggested could happen, which is neither one of them Especially not the NFL because they're only playing you know one game a week. It's not like they're having to play you know three four games a week. They want to get through this, get through the postseason, get to the Super Bowl and go. They don't want to be in a situation where they got to cancel and postpone and wait on playing potentially big games. So they're definitely not going to want to postpone or delay the season. And I understand that completely. Uh, the NBA, on the other hand, like I I just think at some point you've got to realize that it's a long season. It's a long season. So are you really wanting to do what you're doing? The way you're going about it. And a lot of these guys like Erzon, I'm sure he's ecstatic. Sweet, I get a paycheck. I, I didn't think there was any chance I'd play in the NBA probably ever again at this point if he was still sitting out there. And now he gets a, he gets a deal out of this. Gets, gets a nice quick little paycheck here uh, and goes into uh, the Bulls if he passes his physical to go play. The problem with all of this, it appears, there's no guarantee of if and when this will end. Like, this could be a thing for a majority of the season for the NBA, for the NHL, both of whom have a long way to go in their season. Now, the positives, I guess, if you want to say there's a positive, is according to the doctors and the medical people, that if you catch COVID once, then you're essentially, you don't have to worry about COVID again for so many months. So at the rate everybody's catching it, maybe there will be a slower period here at some point to where a lot less of these guys will get it because so many of them will already have had it. Maybe that's a bright spot if you want to look at it that way as a bright spot. And again, they're they're in a very tough situation. It's There's no way you can bubble it up. Like, I just don't think that's going to happen. The only way you could possibly bubble it up at this point, if you're the NBA, I think, would be is if you were getting this bubble situation scouted and set up for it to be in the playoffs only. Like, if you're thinking, okay, this isn't getting any better and we're in February and, you know, we're a couple of months out from being in the bubble uh, or from the playoffs starting in mid-April, maybe – at that point, or maybe you've already got it set up, and this is the emergency backup plan for the playoffs. Because what you don't want to have happen if you're the NFL or the NHL or the NBA is you don't want to have a postseason happen with, you know, a half of the actual roster of regular players and you're playing NBA playoff games with G League players or guys they just brought in off the street. I mean, it would be a complete mockery of the postseason, the playoffs, the whole deal. And I don't think if you're silver, you really want to put yourself in that position. You want to avoid that at all costs. The only way to really avoid that, per se, because it worked once before, is if you went the route of the bubble again for, say, the playoffs. NBA, we've talked about in the past. I don't think a bubble situation can happen with the NFL. There's too many guys on each roster, not to mention all the coaches and all the staffing that go along with each roster, there's just no way. And then you're trying to talk about how are you going to get your practices in, all these different fields that would have to be used, the times in and out, uh, and so forth, and there's so many more people affected. But don't get it twisted. They also are in serious jeopardy here of having a mockery made of their postseason as well. Because there is a very legitimate chance that playoff games could have no starting quarterbacks playing, and second and third string quarterbacks playing. A legitimate chance the star wide receivers might not be able to play in that playoff game. There's a legitimate chance that star pass rushers or whatever may not happen. And what's that going to lead to? That's going to lead to whoever wins the Super Bowl is going to be told, wow, there should be an asterisk there because in this game, all these guys were out. In that game, all these guys were out. Essentially what people said about the Lakers when they won in a bubble a couple of years ago. And since they won in the bubble, eh, that looked look like the same team anymore. It doesn't look that over a course of a full season without a two- or three-month break that the Lakers could have done that. And I'm I'm no different. I don't think the Lakers would have won it that year either had there not been a huge break and that bubble situation put together to keep their old raggedy bodies together in one piece without getting hurt as long as possible to get through that situation. I don't know if they win it that year had that whole season played out like normal and their bodies been tested to play out a whole season without a nice long break for those old aging bodies. So when you talk about there should be an asterisk by the Lakers for the bubble title, I think if there's a lot of guys that end up missing games, you're going to have the same scenario. Now, as a Packers fan, me personally, just like if I would have been a Lakers fan uh, for the bubble, like Leroy, my, my response is fine with me. Put an asterisk by it. Don't care. Super Bowl champion is a Super Bowl champ. Still going to make the t-shirts, still going to have the hats, still going to celebrate it, still going to have that number up at Lambeau Field the year that, you know, the Packers won the Super Bowl. Still going to have the ability, if you want, to go to playoff games and watch them. hopefully. See, that's the other thing, too, is how is this all going to change from a fan perspective? Because you've already seen here, and I don't know if you heard me talking about it earlier with Gary Leroy and Ryan Wood, but the NBA and the NFL, both for Bucks and Packers, sent out a thing yesterday saying everything's going to be on Zoom again. No longer are you allowed in practice to watch you know, the Bucs practice, the media. That's done. And no longer are you allowed to sit in the auditorium for the Packers at Lambeau uh, and interview the guys at the podium. That's done. They're not going back to Zoom. It feels like everything is starting to revert back to how the whole thing started. Now, does that eventually mean that we end up losing fans at games along the way as well? don't know because while we can say, okay, you're vaccinated, that doesn't necessarily mean that you're not going to get it because plenty of people that are vaccinated are still getting it. Plenty of people that have had the booster shot still are getting it at this point as well. So that's not really saving anything. So we can say everybody with a vaccination guard, you can come on into Lambo. Great. That doesn't mean there's not asymptomatic people walking around on the inside of that stadium that aren't, you know, they have COVID, and they have no idea, and then you know it spreads around and so forth. I don't think, maybe I'm wrong, I don't think there's any chance the NFL cuts back attendance. I don't think that will happen. Um, the NBA, the only way I see that possibly occurring, again, is if they end up in a bubble situation for the playoffs to try to present the best product possible for the postseason and keep some integrity with the playoffs and the NBA championship and the NBA finals. I think of the two, they're the most likely to do something along those lines. Um, in the NHL, I guess maybe that bubble situation could work in the NHL at well as well at some point if that's a way that they choose uh, to go like the NBA. I, I just the integrity of postseason and championships to me should try to be figured out at all costs to save it because it's gonna it's just not gonna be real if you've got a bunch of bench players playing for a championship and the star players are all out. Like, it's just not going to be anything. A, it's not going to be anything for people that are going to want to watch outside of the cities that are involved. Uh, and then it's just going to be nonstop. This doesn't matter. This shouldn't count. Why are they even playing it? You're going to have all of that. It's going to be just surrounded by negativity. So there's a way to protect that from happening, I think you have to consider going that way uh, at some point. Again, NFL is screwed, I think. But the NBA and NHL, I think they still have options and choices of how to try and get through this the best way possible. Because, again, I don't think anybody believes this thing is going to stop anytime soon. So you have to be able to figure out what the next steps are, and I'm sure they're checking on it. Earlier today, Sham Sharanya tweeted out that there is a contingency plan uh, in the NBA for Christmas Day if games can't be played. I have no idea what in the heck that plan is going to be. I mean, for TV? Okay, we're going to run the finals from last year. Okay, that's fine for TV. I don't know how you replace the actual games. Unless you have teams on standby, essentially. Like teams that are relatively close to wherever those games are being played. So, Bucks and Celtics. So the contingency plan is Chicago, be ready to go. You may have to play that game if one or the other can't play because of COVID issues. Get on a bus and go on up there and play that game on Christmas Day. But I don't know of the other situations if there are teams close enough to make that jump uh, at a call. Right away. And furthermore, you have to make that decision, I think, uh, as early as possible. Like you, I don't think you can cancel a game morning of Christmas. Can't do it. I, I think it's got to be what we got to know by Thursday whether or not we're playing all these games at Christmas or not to give everybody a fair chance of competing. That's my thoughts. All right, Michael Irvin, uh, Odyssey NFL Insider, joins us next. Welcome in Sparky's Midday Madness. Here on The Fan, coming up, we'll talk with uh, Michael Irvin, our Odyssey NFL insider, all-insider calls, sponsored by the Rocket Mortgage 2021 Pro Football Pick'em. Turn your pro football picks into $10,000. Enter now by texting picks to 20357. That's picks to 20357. And at this point, it's pretty late in the game. You haven't gotten in yet, but you can still have a chance to win uh, a grand each week, uh, up for grabs each week for the person that uh, does the best. I, at last check, out of like 20 people in it as far as radio hosts and all this stuff, uh, I believe at last check I was in 10th or 11th overall. So, again, not great necessarily, but not horrible. At least I'm not at the bottom one way or the other. Uh, but again, I mean, this season has been uh, kind of jacked up, uh, I would say, for the most part, uh, at this point, uh, this season, as far as all the injuries. And again, all of the um, parody, I guess you could say, this year in the NFL. I mean, you look at uh, the standings right now in the NFL and you look at the conferences. Dude, it's insane right now. I mean, you've got Kansas City at 10-4. and four. By no means, they've won seven straight. By no means do they have the AFC locked up. I mean, you've got the Patriots and Titans at 9-5. and five, And then you've got, uh, after that, the Bengals, Colts, Chargers, Bills, and Ravens at 8-6. and six all at 8-6, and six, and behind them the Steelers at 7-6-1, and one. and then you've got another four teams behind that uh, at 500. I mean, realistically, there are really only three teams eliminated mathematically at this point that have literally no shot, and that's the Jets, Texans, and Jaguars. Three wins, three wins, and two wins. On the NFC side, again, a little bit different on the NFC side, but you've got one 11-win team in the, in the Packers, three 10-win teams, Cowboys, Bucks, Cardinals, A nine-win team in the Rams, an eight-win team uh, in the San Francisco uh, 49ers as well. That's six in. And then you get to seven, and it's the Vikings and Saints at seven wins. Washington at Philly and Atlanta all at six wins. Uh, And then when you get further back, these guys, I think, are out, even though they're not eliminated. But Seattle, Carolina uh, are both at five wins. I think they're done. Uh, Giants at four wins, technically still involved, not eliminated. And then the Bears and Lions limited. You've got over half the National Football League with three weeks to go, still with a chance at this point uh, to be in a postseason berth. And Again, if you're the National Football League, you're ecstatic with this. You're loving this because you have all these different cities that are looking at this and saying, hey, yo, we, we might still be in this thing at the end of the day. We still uh, might find our team in the postseason. Now, you may not... Think your team has all that much of a chance necessarily if you get in, but we had one guy earlier. I think it was who was it? Pete and Appleton who brought up the Niners could be a problem for the Packers. Okay, the Niners they're six. They're the six seed right now at eight and six. They could potentially fall all the way out of the playoffs in the next three weeks, depending on what happens. Could change that quickly. I mean, look at the Arizona Cardinals. There's another team. They started off undefeated. Uh, until the Aaron Rodgers and wide receiverless Packers beat them. Fast forward a couple of weeks, they get beat by the Detroit Lions, who had one win and a tie going into that game. They're at 10 and 4, and the Rams are 9 and 4 going into tonight. They got the Rams got an opportunity to hop, skip, and jump all the way up to the three seed and force Tampa and Arizona down. I mean, this is what Major League Baseball, in my opinion, wants. This is what they want. They want as many cities involved in watching their product at the end of the season as they could possibly get. That really is the end game. That is the goal uh, in the deal. And for all of you people that don't like the wild cards and don't like all these extra teams in the playoffs, you don't have to like it. But I'm telling you right now, it's good for business, for the NFL. Good for business for the NBA, the NHL, and Major League Baseball. The longer cities think their teams are in the playoffs, the longer they'll continue to buy tickets and go to games, the longer you will continue to watch TV and watch their favorite teams play. And that's why parodying the NFL right now uh, is a great thing for the National Football League. Because all of these cities still think their teams have a chance to be uh, in the playoffs, which again is amazing. On the line now, the Great Midwest Bank Hotline. He is our Odyssey NFL Insider, Michael Irvin. And calls are sponsored by the Rocket Mortgage 2021 Pro Football Pick 'em. Turn your football picks into ten thousand dollars. Enter now by texting "Picks" to two zero three five seven. That's "Picks" to two zero three five seven. Michael, thanks so much for coming on, man. Appreciate it.
3: Hey, thank you guys for having me. Dog, listen. You were hitting the nail on the head, man. Last week as we got ready. We end, ending week 15, getting ready to come into week 16, there was no one with their X or the Y by their name. No, no one had clinched anything going into last week. That's incredible that we were going into a week 15 and nobody had clinched anything yet. It's like you say, everybody believes they have a shot, which makes the NFL what
1: it is. I mean, just look at that Cleveland game uh, yesterday. Cleveland wins their in first place in the division like the four seed, lose their last in their division, and fall all the way to the twelve seed in the AFC. I mean, that is crazy that one game can make that big of a difference at this point of the season.
3: At, at this point of the season. You can be the, you can be the second seed, or, or you can be a third or fourth or fifth seed. Just like that. I mean, look at look what Arizona has done the last couple of weeks. Yep. Just, they're just just, just handling the season all year long. Now to turn around and come back to, to, wow, they were the number one seed and they dropped all the way to what, they're number four seed now? You know what I mean? Yep. It, it, it's crazy. It's telling telling everybody, be ready, be on your P's and Q's. This thing is serious. And I'm going to tell you this last thing I've I said on my podcast the other day. COVID is going to cost somebody a championship this year. I guarantee it. So everybody's complaining right now because a lot of people are getting COVID. But I was thinking about this. I was like, hmm, this might be the best time to get COVID if you can get it and get it back right now and not miss a game or, or if you got a, a, a pretty good patch of game coming up that you know you're going to win because after this you don't have to worry about it probably to after the Super Bowl. You know what I'm saying? I'd rather get it right now and try to deal with it and get back, and then knowing I'm going to be free for the playoffs and worry about, man, I better not move or word about this thing hitting me in the playoffs. That's exactly right.
1: We, I, the first segment of the show, that's what I was talking about as far as if you're the NBA right now, and it's really running through the NBA at a high rate right now, uh, if you're the NBA, I think you got to consider maybe getting a bubble set up and ready for the playoffs to protect the integrity of the playoffs and the championship the NFL can't do that. There's too many players. There's too many rosters, practice, and everything else. They're kind of stuck, but what you don't want to have happen is you don't want to have it to be Kansas City and Green Bay and there's no Rodgers or Mahomes in the game on, on the biggest stage of all.
3: Right, and and that would, be, well, that would be catastrophic. That would be just the worst thing for the NFL, and I know the NFL doesn't want it. We doesn't want it. Right. We, we would hate to have to imagine us getting to a, Tampa versus uh, New England Super Bowl, Tom Brady, uh, 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 Matt Jones, and, and uh, Bill Belichick is out with COVID. Oh, my God. That will be the worst thing in the world. Yeah. So, 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 so I, I hope somehow, some way, we can figure it out so it's not an issue moving forward, but absolutely, let's keep doing what we have to do to try to keep these games going and keep everybody healthy.
1: Now, I, I know you're a former Cowboy, so you, you may not want to, you know, get down with the Packers or whatever, but isn't Aaron Rodgers the MVP front runner at this
3: point? Yeah, I was just talking to somebody about this, you know, because cause this it, is what I believe. <clears throat> and when I got ready, when when it came up my time in 05, 05 to get in the Hall of Fame, I, I, I didn't make it in. I was like, oh, my God, I didn't make it in. Everybody said, you know, all the things that happen off the field should have no bearing on what happen- what happens with your Hall of Fame nomination, even though that's by rules. The rules say anything that went up, any bad decision you may have happened off the field should have no bearing. It's what happened on the field that determines if you get going to the Hall of Fame or not. But the reality is, that's the rule, but that's not human. We're going to take everything into account. And Aaron Rodgers would be the clear cut right now. Knock it down, MVP. It ain't even close, dog. I say it on air. I refuse to ever fix my mouth again and say anybody throws a football better than Aaron Rodgers with the way he's been throwing his football the last couple of weeks. Oh my goodness, it, it reminds me a lot of what I watched growing up and with Dan Marino throwing them balls down the seams. I mean, he's been making perfect throws. He would be the clear-cut MVP had he not had some of that stuff that has happened off the football field. But now with all that happening off the football field and Tom Brady going through what he went through with the shutout the other day, that kind of throws in a Jonathan Taylor, gives him an opportunity.
5: Post your free job on slash
1: recommend today.
3: Great. And having a great season like that, I mean, it'll be interesting to watch this race as we go down the line.
1: When we talk about Devontae Adams, who, you know, I think arguably you can say is the best wide receiver in the National Football League, you see uh, what Baltimore does with them. Rodgers, after. I'm
3: taking the- arguably out of it. I'm taking arguably out of it. I mean, for me. He
1: is the best. Is okay, the best. good. So we agree. So with Devontae. With him being doubled and at one point triple teamed, I guess, essentially in that game. And Rodgers after the game saying, now they've seen a lot of defense. They, he never saw anybody do what they tried to do to Devontae defensively and saying, you know, that's a, a tip of the hat to Devontae Adams. For you, when you would see the double teams and so forth, how did you view that? How did you view that? Was it, well, somebody else is going to get open and take advantage of this? Or did you essentially view it as a challenge of, I'm going to figure out a way how to still get this ball?
3: Well, well, a little bit of both. <clears throat> a little bit of both. See, I didn't, I didn't go to another receiver when I thought I was being double teamed and said, "Come on, man, let's make plays." I went to him. It. I said, "Hey, man, if they got a safety back hanging out watching the me, and then they got a safety watch, that means they don't got a whole bunch of dudes in the line of scrimmage. I'm gonna need you to run this football, so they'll have to drop one of them safeties down, and then I can do my dirt. You see what I mean? Because sometimes Sometimes the reality is, you, you know, the reality is they're, somebody, they're going to say in the past game we're going to take him out. And They take that did that Devontae Adams, but Devontae Adams is so good. That's why I said take out. Arguably, they tried to bracket him on that touchdown throw. That touchdown throw the other day, right? They had a guy bracket him inside. They had a guy bracketing Devontae Adams outside. The guy outside should not let Devontae Adams get outside. He still chased him, tapped him. And broke to the corner of the end zone and scored that touchdown anyway. It's the most incredible thing in the world. I was like, now you knew that was your one responsibility is not to let him outside. And then you see a couple weeks ago when he ran that slant route. Oh my, he ran it, Sarah. He ran it so patiently, like he was going to the fade the last second, bam, cut right back up under, and Aaron Rodgers made a perfect throw. The, 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 you could take those routes, cut them up. You put them on film, and you say to all youngsters, this is how you play the position. No doubt to me, he's the best in the NFL, period. Talk with Michael Irvin, Odyssey
1: NFL Insider. What about uh, Aaron Rodgers uh, and this Packers offense? They're putting up a ton of points week to week. This Packers defense has given up 28 or more uh, in the last four weeks. How much of a concern is that for you, looking at Packers Super Bowl hopes uh, on the horizon?
3: Well, you know, the defense is going to ebb and flow. So it's not a it's not a major concern for me because I know how defense ebbs and flows. You know, uh, Packers defense is playing great at one period, and they can get back to that at any, at any flow at any time. As long as your offense is clicking, it's harder to get the offense back on track when it gets off track. As Dallas right now. You see how Dallas defense... Has stepped up. They got more people back healthy. They're playing well, and they've gone to another level. But Dallas is still trying to find that groove on offense to get back to where they were at the beginning of the year. So Green Bay has the important part. They have the offense still clicking. The important part is hard to get the groove, especially going down, uh, going down, uh, going, going, going down the end of the schedule and going into the playoffs. But you got that offense clicking. The defense will come around, especially especially when you get in the playoffs.
1: Well, since you brought up the Dallas Cowboys, let's stay right there. Uh, my my cohort, Gary Ellerson, uh, put out on Twitter uh, whether or not Packer fans wanted to see Dallas in the playoffs uh, at Lambeau Field. Uh, quite a few said absolutely bring Mike McCarthy and his team uh, to Green Bay, not worried about having to face McCarthy. Uh, you've seen McCarthy coaching Green Bay. Now you've seen McCarthy uh, in Dallas with the Cowboys. How do you view Mike McCarthy as a head coach?
3: Well, there are things that I, I like to uh, try to assess as I as I talk through teams. Like, okay, you see, Mike McCarthy the other day said, "We're going to go up here. We're going to play hard. We're going to work on things. There's some things going on that we need to work on. We'll go to DC. We're going to go to DC. We're going to win the game, and we'll continue working. And then everybody made that this big guarantee, which was just it was just coach talk, but they made it a big guarantee. What was important to me was did that did, would that team come and back him up? I remember when Jimmy really made a guarantee. He said we will win this game at three inch bowl headline, and all we talked about in the room in, in the locker room all week was, he "Hey, we will make Coach right. We will make Coach right." That means you got connectivity with him. You follow him. You are with him. Those guys played for Coach. So from that standpoint, I was like, okay. They got connectivity with them. They play for them, and they're playing hard for them. But my issue was, my issue is some of the play, some 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 of the time clock management situation. The other day, 12 seconds on that clock. You take that time out when they made a first down. You take that time out, and and, and you get two shots at the end zone, and then you still kick that field goal. They let that clock run all the way down, and, and then they took a, they took a time out at three seconds to kick the field goal. And then Mike McCarthy said things about uh, ozone. You know, <laughs> don't don't toss talk, stop tossing out this new stuff to try to divert and digress from the issue that we are talking about. Right. You should have called that time out and got those two shots at the end zone. You know what I mean? Because it brings about other questions. People start saying, "Well, though you don't believe in Dak Prescott, what is all of this?" And then I got to be on TV answering this stuff. You see what I mean? Yep. Do the right thing. You, do. you you. got to make that phone, Or just say, boy, we really blew it right there. I'd rather say, yeah, we blew it. We got to look at that situation and make sure that doesn't happen again. You know, say something else. Don't tell me that's what you wanted because now I'm worried if we come back to that, you mean tell me you're going to do that again? In, in a game on the line, in the playoffs, you're going to do that again? With a better team that has an offense that can you score, you're going to do that again. Don't tell me that. Well, I know you're just coming up with an excuse. But I'd rather you just be honest and say, damn it, we messed that up.
1: Yes, Michael Irvin, RLC NFL Insider, last one. Who do you think poses the biggest threat to the Packers right now in the NFC?
3: Ooh. It's a great question. And I had Arizona, but Arizona has had some issues. I had Arizona without DeAndre Hopkins because even without DeAndre Hopkins, remember, they took that game all the way down and lost that game because A.J. Green didn't get the call, even though you guys did not have Devontae Adams in that game either. Didn't have the you top three I mean? wide receivers in that game for the Packers. Right. You didn't have top three wide receivers in that game. So so I'm certainly understanding what and, and, and that's a great question. And I, and I would probably say right now, honestly, honestly, one of the toughest matchups will be for the for Green and the Packers will be the San Francisco 49ers. 49ers because they're going to run the ball, and they're going to play some great defense up front, and Bosa is going to be in that backfield. He's going to be in the backfield, and you remember, you remember the issues that, that Green Bay had with the 49ers.
1: We don't have to go back over them again, Michael. Yeah, I remember. We don't, yeah, have, we to don't, I, I, we don't have to go back over them. We don't have to go back
3: over again. No. But 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 listen, but listen, 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 listen. But but that stuff stays with people. Like right, like dude, when you watch Brady the other day. You see, I always tell people is oh, when you when you're assessing football, assessing shoulders down, athletic ability, skill set, everything. You assess the gut. That's the will. How much do you want it? What do you know? But you also got to assess the shoulders up. What's the mindset here? You know, Brady went in. We all talked about how much problems he has passed against the the Saints. Well, after a while, everybody was having problems against the Saints. Drunk dropping passes every break drop, everybody was dropping passes because they took on that mentality. Man, we do have problems against the Saints. It all, it's all in their minds, but it manifests on the field. You never see Grunk drop that many passes, but it it manifests from his mind on the field. That's why the mentality is so important. And, and, and like you just said, we don't have to rehash what happened between Green Bay and the 49ers. It'll be interesting to see if the 49ers get past all of that. As the Green Bay Packers, get past that mentality of what they experience on the field and can knock them out.
1: He is Michael Irvin. He's the best. Odyssey NFL insider. Check him out on the NFL Network as well. Michael, thanks so much for coming on, man. Appreciate it. All right. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. You bet you take care. There he is, Super Bowl champion, multi-Super Bowl champion. Uh, Dallas Cowboys wide receiver Michael Irvin. Uh, insider calls are sponsored by The Rocket Mortgage 2021 Pro Football Pick'em. Turn your football picks into ten thousand dollars. Enter now by texting PICKS to two zero three five seven. That's PICKS to two zero three five seven. He joined us on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline. If applying for a home renovation loan, as you're feeling anxious, breathe and let Great Midwest Bank help you experience a state of tranquility. Get started at GreatMidwestBank.com today. Sparky's Midday Madness on 1250 AM, The Fan, live from the Lakeland University Studios, the leader in online education for more than 25 years, lakeland.edu. Hey, no matter your favorite sport, the place to be for great food, fun, and playing your own favorite indoor games is Q Club of Wisconsin. Plenty of TVs to watch the games on while you play your favorite indoor games in their huge entertainment game room. And then you settle down on some awesome food from loaded burgers, wraps, wings, plus their Wednesday and Friday fish fries piled up Ha-ha! with all the extras. Visit their Facebook page or Q Club of com for menu and weekend live entertainment updates. Q Club of Wisconsin, North Grandview Boulevard in Waukesha. Yes, Adam Roberts, what's up?
4: I was just going to say. I you know, I've only been working at this station now for like maybe two weeks Couple or weeks. so. yeah. And uh, one of the things that gives me joy as I kind of navigate my new city a little bit is whenever I'm driving around, and I'll have 1250 on in the car because you know, it's it. just part of the job, and also it's good radio. Rami so. doesn't
1: listen to us, so I'm <laughs> glad somebody does.
4: That's good. Thank you. Well, anyway, and then I'll occasionally hear you when you do your commercials, and one of the things that gives me joy every single time is hearing you say both the word,
1: Skewers, yes, Robert specialty meats. The way you pronounce, (laughs) yes, for a cute club of Wisconsin. Yes, those are a couple of things that stand out, and uh, depending on who you are, will depend on if it annoys you or not. The the skewers thing uh, for Robert's specialty meats is so funny because I'll have people uh, they'll be like, "Oh, when you do that skewers thing for Robert," I'm like, "Wait, for who? For Robert?" Oh, okay, so you know the spot. Then you know Robert's specialty meats and so forth. Again, I mean, it's just something fun. I did skewers once; it was fun. People noticed it, so I just, I just do it all the time now, and it's just something that that goes hand in hand with the Robert spots. The high uh thing that you were talking about that came about when Rami Makloff was here, I believe Rami was here, or was it Baby Tausch? Rami just walked in. When did we start doing hi with the fish fry? Uh, for Q Club of Wisconsin,
2: was that with you? Yeah. Or was that was with yeah, you guys here for that?
1: So yeah, so that's like a decade ago or it's however been going long on it's a been. Yeah. A long time, right? For a while. Yeah. All right, you can take off your jacket. Do that thing. Yes. Yeah, take to do off now. your jacket. Mm-hmm. Stay a minute. Yep. Uh, yeah. So so yeah, that's been going on for a long time. But when we did it originally, Adam, the whole show did it. So it wasn't just
2: me, Gary, Leroy, me and Rami all did it together at the same time. It wasn't as obnoxious as you do it now, though. We didn't all get up as high as you do.
1: No, because y'all can't.
2: Well, I can. I just don't. Go ahead. No one wants to hear. I can't. Right now, I'm still fighting off this I just did it. Come on. But normally I could. Yeah. I can hit some high notes. Did you ever hear my Zagruta? Your what? My Zagruta? I don't even know what that is. Go to the uh, Rami Drops page.
1: Oh, on on Wide Orbit?
2: On Wide Orbit. Go to the Rami Drops I didn't even know there was a Rami Drops page. I'll show you how high a note I can hit. It might be Rami and Tim still. You didn't R-N- rename R-N- the show R and T drops, right? You don't even there. have your name on it. That's all right. Okay, so now which one is it here? It's the one that says Rami Zagruta. Two toodles? Is no, the that one is? that says Rami's Z- two there's, Okay. There's one that says Rami Zagruta. It's right there. Oh
1: Zagruta. Yeah. Okay. I don't even know what that is, but okay, we'll Hit go that. for it. Here we can see what yeah. happens. <laughs> oh that. Yeah. Yeah, I've heard that before. Yeah, that's me. That's what that's called. Is yeah. Zagruta when you do that? Yeah. That's a huh. show
2: of joy in my culture. That is? Yes. Really? Yeah. So at weddings, birthday parties, that was my whole childhood.
1: Bears off. wins? Do you make that sound when the Bears win? <laughs> no. <laughs> no? I should, shouldn't I? When the Cubs win, do you
2: make that sound?
1: <laughs> I should. I, I, I don't know. I'm just asking. Like, and all the time I've worked with you, you've never done that once, ever, in all the years. And then you did it at some point, obviously, on the air here, and I missed it. Yeah. But I've heard you play the drop before.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, well, it's Shakira did it at halftime. And then I did it. I tried to recreate. So you have Shakira's version right there, too. Uh,
1: I I don't care about Shakira. Um,
2: <laughs> not at all. Not in the least. Um, well, that's good then. So Shakira did it. Rami thought he was as good as Shakira, so Mine is, he went with if it. You, play, I'm telling you, if you play it, you won't be able to tell the difference. Oh that's why God. I asked you to play it. You I highly doubt it. You won't be able to tell the difference. Okay, here we go. go. i go mean, fine. Here's Rami.
1: Uh-huh. Okay, and here is Shakira. I don't even want to play this.
3: It's pretty, it's pretty close. Same good. thing.
2: It's the same exact thing. Yeah. Me and Shakira. Same. Same person. Hips these, don't lie. For, hips, neither one these of you. hips huh? Do not lie. Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right. Now I'm done. Sad. A, I don't even know what. See again. Every
1: time you think you know somebody, you really don't know them. Like who would have thought Rami would have been inspired by Shakira for anything in life? I, certainly not me. I. I didn't think that was a thing by any stretch of the imagination. And I think that was a, a thing uh, for Rami Macleod. But yeah. So that's how. Getting back to what Adam brought up, that's uh, that's how the Q Club thing started, and we used to do draft parties there back in the day. Uh, our NBA draft shows we used to do when we did draft shows uh, for the NBA draft, we did them from there. Uh, the NFL draft shows with Gary, uh, we used to do there uh, as well from back in the day. So, long-standing relationship uh, with Mike and the fine folks out at Q Club of Wisconsin and a, a great partnership here with WSSP. Uh, over uh, the years uh, for certain. All right, I'll take quick time. I'll come back. We'll check in with Ronnie McAuliffe one more time and see what's coming up on his show coming up today at 3 o'clock. Right now, Sparky's Midday Madness on the fan. All right, you're fine, fine, people. Listen up. I got some news. I got some news for you. I tweeted this out last night, and I want to make sure I just checked, and they still have some left. If you are... Uh, Oak Creek, Franklin area. I don't know, relatively close, 30, 40 minutes away, 45 minutes away, whatever the case may be. Uh, and you are interested, maybe even farther. It all, It's all going to depend. It's first come, first serve. Jim Dandy's, uh, South 27th Street uh, in Oak Creek. So it's essentially uh, the Ryan Road exit if you're coming uh, down 94. And then you head west on, uh, after you get off the exit, head west on Ryan Road, which is also. Highway 100, technically. Uh, head up, uh, and then when you get to 27th Street, which is one or two stoplights, make a right, uh, and head down that way. So I guess it would be north on 27th Street. On the right side, you'll see Jim Dandies. Uh, Charlie, the owner, um, is doing a great thing, and it started at 11 o'clock this morning. He's giving away free hams with, thicket, with fixings uh, for this weekend. But he's doing it today. Uh, He had quite a few of them, and he still has, as of right now, about 10 left. So if you uh, know of somebody that's in need, um, struggling to make ends meet, whatever the case may be, um, and think that they would appreciate the ham and fixings, or if you are one of the people that are trying to figure out how to make ends meet this holiday season and so forth, um, and you need need, need the ham, then you as well can go. Again, Jim Dandy, South 27th Street. You get a ham, and it comes with veggies and mashed potatoes as well. Uh, So, you know, you can have a nice meal on Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, whatever the case uh, may be. So if you're interested in that ham, veggies, and mashed potatoes, first come, first serve, get to Jim Dandy's on South 27th Street and uh, get that taken care of. So, again, we've got about 10 hams left to give away uh, at Jim Dandy's right now, and it comes with veggies and mashed potatoes for free and again, I mean, this This is meant to be for those people that are in need this holiday season. That's why Charlie, the owner, is doing it, trying to help out as many people as he can. And like I said, he's given a bunch away already today. Uh, so he's still got some left. I just texted him to see if he was out or not. He said he's got about 10 left. Uh, so if you're interested, uh, maybe uh, make the drive over there uh, and get yourself a ham. Again, for you, uh, uh, for a family member, a relative, a friend, a coworker, whatever the case may be. Uh, again, something nice uh, this holiday season for somebody, I got some news coming out of sports uh, in general, NBA uh, and uh, others. Uh, what do we have over there? Adam Roberts. All
4: right, well, let's start with the NHL because we did talk briefly about that earlier, both on the big show here on the fan and then also on Midday Madness. We talked right. about a few different things related to hockey. They have reached an agreement with their Players Association. This dropped about an hour or so ago. They will not be sending players to the 2022 Beijing Olympics, uh, citing their season being materially impacted by COVID-19 postponements. Obviously, the league has shut things down early for the holidays with the Omicron and Delta Spikes. Uh, So now I believe it's been it has they have not been in the Olympics since 2014 in Sochi because they weren't in the South Korea Olympics, but they had negotiated participation for next year and then 2026 unless COVID had something to say about it, which it clearly has. So that's in uh, hockey. And then also Keith Smith on Twitter uh, saying that Adam Silver had some stuff on NBA Today regarding the league and COVID there. Right now, Silver saying there are no plans to pause the season, uh, citing a struggle to come up with a logic to pause the season, and uh, also saying they're looking actively at shortening the number of days that a vaccinated but asymptomatic player has to be out, saying it's in coordination with the Players Association.
1: All right, so there's the update on all of that, as the NBA and all the other sports are trying to figure out how to get their arms around this uh, and still play their games as much as possible. Like I talked earlier uh, in this show, every sport is taking a different angle as far as how they want to try and get through it themselves. To this point, uh, fans not being in the stands at games has not been affected as of right now. Now, will that stay the case going forward? Uh, We're going to have to hang out and wait and see uh, how this plays going forward. Rami Makalov joins us now from the Rami Show coming up next here on 1250
2: AM. The Fan. Rami, what you got coming up today? Coming up on the show today, Steve Sparky Pfeiffer out of the gates. You know, it's Kim and LaVoie Judgment Day. Oh, yes. Julius Kim. Very, very entertaining on Twitter. For a Kim and LaVoie Judgment Day, we're uh, going to bring back uh, an old fan favorite on the Rami Show. Big deal. Or no big deal? Steve oh. Sparky Pfeiffer, let me ask you. The Packers' recent defensive slide, big deal or no big deal? That's funny. Sir. We did that as a topic today. But
1: um, seriously? Yeah, but I thank, appreciate you doing our topics every day on your no show because
2: it really just no reiterates problem.
1: and reforces sure. the big show every day.
2: Yeah. Uh, we didn't do big deal or no big deal. Right, but, you don't play the music and everything. No, make we, it all fun like I do. No, 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 right. no, right, no. Right, Um, But,
1: uh, yeah, I mean, the last four games, they've given up 28 or more points. Uh, have the Green Bay Packers, and I don't know. I'm not concerned. No, not no, a big deal. Not a big deal. No, not, no, not really really concerned because the special teams have really helped to screw this whole thing up for field position and everything else. So it's not like these guys are putting together a bunch of 80-yard drives against this Packers defense. A lot of times they're That's getting shorter fair. fields to That's work fair. on and so
2: forth. That's fair.
1: So I mean, from that perspective, you got to end that how much of this is happening at the end of games when the Packers have control of a game and teams are chasing, trying to keep a, you know, catch you up, and the Packers defense is sagging back. Trying just to contain, you know, not giving up any big plays late in the game. I think all of that, you know, probably factors into it at the end of the day. So no, I'm not not a big deal for me. Not as big of a deal as well. So we'll others.
2: discuss that. Mike Sando from The Athletic is stopping by at 3 30. Love me, some Mike Sando. Me too. It's a Tuesday, that means Tuesdays with Winkler. Bart Winkler is here at four o'clock. I was pausing for you to say you love Bart Winkler. Like you I said do. you love Mike Sando. I do like Bart. I like Bart a lot. You like yeah. Bart. Love? You love Mike Sando, but you like Bart? I think those are two different things. What do you mean?
1: Like, I love Mike Sando his when work. I hear him doing an interview. Yeah. I don't know Mike Sando to sure. like or love. Right. Necessarily. Right. I like Bart. You like Bart. Because I know Bart as a person and so forth. Not the same thing. And I hear Bart every day on his morning show. You do so, love again, Bart, though? I know what Bart sounds like. You can't say you love like. Bart.
2: No, you no. can't just come out and say you love Bart. No. I tell Bart I love him every week when we're done with our you segment. That's because
1: you people, you guys. What uh, do you
2: mean? I'm not going to get into this. <laughs> We're not going to get into this because this goes back to my cold side again. I guess at the end of the
1: day, so I I'm not going to get into this. <laughs> <laughs> so, all you people, everybody, I love you. I love you. What's, YouTube, wrong, with blah, 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 what's blah, blah. wrong with that? Stop, what's wrong with that? What's wrong?
2: What's wrong with letting each other know that you love them? Because huh? I,
1: I think a lot of it's a, a half of it is all a bunch of I let of I let
2: things. Gary know I loved him yesterday when he was on my show. Well, you should after you screwed him over with that whole Jersey thing that, that you did earlier. You see, that, you're petty. You, you should Gary's be a, not petty. You you're should, petty. You should be still apologizing for that fiat. Gary knows what I mean. Gary understands. Oh, does he? Yes. Mm. Gary gets it. Yeah. I don't Uh. even know if he knows about it, but he gets it. He understands what's going on. He doesn't know about what? What I said. Yes, he does. Oh, yeah, that's right. You guys played it for him because y'all are snitches. No, I didn't play it for him. Somebody played it for him. No, I think he was. I think he heard it when he was driving. Anyways, we no need to rehash that. No need to dig that back up. There's no point in that. And at four thirty, you played something on your show on Thursday. Then I wasn't here Friday. We had to talk about the game yesterday. Mike Sh- Lombardi, you actually listened to the station? No, I was here. I was here when oh, you played it. Um, makes sense. <laughs> now this all makes some more sense. See, Adam was saying earlier that he
1: drives around when he drives around town. He listens to the station. I said, "Well, that's more than Robbie does because he doesn't listen to us at all." I
2: don't want to be influenced. I don't want to have my take. The Tim Allen approach to life, right? Exactly. I've heard Tim say so. um, Mike Lombardi on the Pat McAfee shows basically saying Aaron Rodgers is the only reason they've overcome these injuries, and he's not the only one who said it. He just, you know, elaborated on it and and said it very eloquently. He covers up a lot. I thought he laid out a good case, but I just, I want to know is that is that what we think? Is Aaron Rodgers the only reason they've been able to overcome these injuries? So. get into that in the 4 o'clock hour as well after we talk with uh, my buddy Bart, whom I love. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new
5: Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what?